Welcome to Closer to Venus. I'm Johnny Burke. Today's guest is Gloria Grace Rand, an intuitive business coach and author of Live, Love, Engage. Today's discussion is about her discovery of light language and how it impacted her life. Gloria, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am delighted to be here today. So what is light language and how do people communicate using the light language? When you first hear that term, I've had people go, what does that mean? Am I seeing something? But it's actually, it's a healing modality. And it's a way of communicating, channeling messages from beings on the other side, from angels, even things like galactic beings or elves and fairies. And for me, it's a message that comes through for your heart, for your soul. And it's a way of being able to connect with God or, or your higher power and for the greater good whoever is listening to it or or reading it, as well as someone who is actually channeling the message. The term light language seems to be in line with the white light, does it not? Yeah. And in fact, it's also a way of referring to God. I was raised Catholic, but I don't to the Catholic Church anymore. I've long since left after being really <laughs> fed up with it. But I really feel so much closer to God now than I ever was when I was in actively attending church, which is interesting. And in the Bible, I think Jesus says, I'm the light, the truth, and the way. And so it is a way of being able to transmit messages that really are spiritual, that are connecting you to a higher source, higher power, that can really help to heal your soul. I do feel it's helping me emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and I'm getting a lot of benefit out of it. When you mention entities, beings like angels, does that mm -hmm. also include spirit guides? I believe so. I've only been doing this less than a year now. I've been trying to do as much reading about it, and, and everyone, I think, has different theories about where these messages come from. I certainly am open to any and all possibilities. It's definitely ethereal, something out of the ordinary or, or out of this realm, I should say. But definitely out of this realm, light language comes through as a spoken language at times, but it's nothing that I can really consciously understand with my ears. It just sounds like gibberish in a way, although with an Asian tone to it, which is interesting. I feel like it's tapping into my background because my grandparents came from Hungary. And then Hungary, I think, was invaded by the Mongols. So maybe that's where that's coming from. I don't know. But I find it fascinating that it sounds that way to my ear. The communication, is it auditory? Or how exactly do you receive the communication? What happens is it sort of alternates. I will start speaking a language. And then sometimes I will switch into song where I'm doing sort of melodies that come through. In fact, it's been doing that yesterday a lot, which was fascinating and really beautiful. I've always sung when I was a kid. That was like one of my favorite things to do. And and I feel that this is evolving for me into something that I'm going to be doing more as a song version of healing as opposed to the speaking. But, but there are people who actually write light language. They will write symbols that kind of look like Egyptian hieroglyphics or something like that. Some people use their hands. They And actually, I do a little bit of that from time to time. It's unique for every person. And I think that is what's beautiful about it because it's a way of tapping into your unique abilities and whatever gifts that you were giving and to then have that be a way for you to be able to then share that language and something that's comfortable for you. How do we know, how do you know, if you are actually speaking 
light language or receiving it? What are the what are the signs? I would say one major reason to know is that you feel better afterwards because otherwise I don't think it would make any sense. The other reason I, I would say is that for me, and even for someone who is writing it, if you have no idea what these things really are consciously or all of these things just come through and it's not like I'm specifically thinking hard about what do I want to say and I'm having it come out. It just is coming through automatically. It feels good. It feels natural. And I think that's the clear message that you actually are communicating light language. What was your first discovery with light language? What did it feel like? What was the experience? Yeah, I think it was about a year ago. I attended a business conference, actually. I belonged to a networking group, and every year they would have a training conference. They would have different speakers talking about marketing and, and all of that. Well, this one particular speaker actually was talking about light language and how it has benefited her and it benefits her clients. And when she started speaking it, I'm sitting at a table with four other women and I just started crying because there was something about the the sounds that she was transmitting that just really spoke to my soul. I've also realized that a few years before that, I attended a different conference and there was a woman there who did singing. And it was this channeled music. She called it, I think, power songs. But I'm realizing now that I think that was the same thing. She just referred to it in a different way. But it occurred to me now that it might be called something different, but it was the same type of effect because she also uses it to help clients in it. And it was intended to be something to heal your soul. Can you give us an example of what light language actually is or what it sounds like? Sure. I would be happy to. Give me a second. That's nice. The first thing that comes to mind is a Buddhist chant, something from the Eastern culture. When you went to that business conference, which I think is very interesting, what was it like to actually hear this woman who was speaking? Did she give you an example like you just gave to us of the light language? Yeah. And, and actually, she did. It was a couple minutes long, actually, what she did. And while I was sitting there listening to that, I'm not even really sure what I felt exactly. I just know that it was just like, it was just very powerful and just very emotional. And so afterwards, I was like, okay, tell me more about this. What, what exactly? are you doing? Because it just had such a profound effect on me. And I actually did work with her for a little while and in, in experiencing. And what's interesting is there are some people who they really can channel messages for specific purposes. If you go onto YouTube and, and you search for light language, you will find that people are, are doing things like healing meditation, channeling for weight loss, or, or channeling for stress relief, different things like that to be able to help you with. And when I've worked with clients, I'm just setting the intention of, you know, what is it that you want to work on? What is it that you're going through? Maybe it is your too much stress or something in your life. And then I just ask angels, my spirit guides, whoever is giving me these messages, essentially to just send through a message that'll be for their highest good and that will help them relieve whatever it is that they're going through right now. 
It reminds me of this quote. I think it came from Gandhi, where he spoke about the different religions as all branches on a tree that basically all arrived at the same source. And when we talk about channeling, meditation, past life regression, shamanism, does it not sound like all these different modalities lead to the same source? That's an interesting way of putting it. And I would say yes, because it is. It, they're, they're all different ways of being able to connect with, I still refer to it as God most of the time, because there's something bigger than us. You know, something created this whole world, created this whole universe, and we are all part of that. Because that is something that I've definitely come to believe is that we are all connected and we have this capability within ourselves to be able to connect. And it just really does require spending time in meditation. I definitely think that meditation is like the pathway to all of this happening, because I know that that's what I started doing years ago. And and I think that is what has enabled me to really start aligning with God and to be able to then open myself up to different ways of communicating. Well, I think when we use the term God, it can be interchanged with terms like universe and and so on. And I think a lot of us are trying to find the source and what to call it, but perhaps maybe we don't need to really call it anything. Yeah, it's really energy. It's energy, right. I think it is really interesting that you discovered this at a business conference. Do you think the very fact that something like like language came up at a business seminar is indicative of where we're going in terms of ascension or are we already there? Yeah, I like to think that we are in the process. If anything, this last year with the pandemic it has been this great awakening. But we were going to look back on this time because it it was really forcing us to really figure out what is it that's important about life. And, and yeah, I, I do love the fact that there are so many people who are in business, but are looking for ways to be able to be more connected with one another and to integrate it into our daily lives. Because the way that we've been going hasn't work too well. And we really do need to focus more on the good in our world and to focus in on the good in one another. And so it is exciting. I also have a podcast and I was interested to talk to a lot of interesting people last year. And one of them was a a gentleman who helps startups uh, get going. And yet he's also recorded several songs that are are spiritually minded, yet works in corporate America. So I think it's getting to be a lot more, yeah, present and, and accepted. I think that a lot more people are, are actually starting to look inward into themselves in order to then be able to function better with everyone else. If we are starting to see this kind of element in the corporate world, I think to me, that's a pretty significant signpost. Speaking of signs, did you ever have an encounter that made you believe in beings like angels? Absolutely. (laughs) In fact, I remember I was probably maybe seven or eight years old. So my mom and I were taking one of these trips and we were traveling down I-75 and I think we were, I grew up in Michigan, so we were coming into Toledo, Ohio and it was in the morning and so there's traffic and I was the navigator and all of a sudden I felt something weird and I realized that the car was spinning and I yelled at my mom and realized that she had fallen asleep at the wheel. 
And so she woke up (laughs) right away, you know, when I yelled and got control of the car and we continued on our way. We did not hit anything. Nobody hit us. We did not hit a guardrail. We were traveling probably at least 55, 60 miles an hour down this freeway. Car spins around and we're fine. So if that isn't proof of a guardian angel, (laughs) keeping their arms around us, I don't know what is because that could absolutely have had a much more horrendous thing happen and we were okay. So that told me right there that there's a power greater (laughs) than us at work in this world. Okay. So you were how old when that happened? You know, I'm thinking probably like seven or eight. It might have even been that first trip that we were going down to Florida. So yeah, I was probably like eight years old. Did you have any other encounters with spirit world? I've had lots of different encounters and not necessarily something as dramatic as that. But over the last few years, while I was working on writing my book in particular, music is a big part of my life. And so I would be meditating and a song would pop into my head and I'd be like, hmm, I wonder why that did all of a sudden, you know, come when I hadn't heard it on the radio or anything. And I would Google the lyrics of the song and I would look at it and go, Oh, yeah, that makes sense because it would had something to do with whatever I was going through. And so that was one way that I have found. And that has happened very, very frequently <laughs> for me. It's like whenever something like that pops into my head, I Google it and, and it's a message. So that's, I feel, is one way that spirit connects with me. I've driven down the road and seen a billboard that again, when I was maybe struggling with something and then I would see this billboard and and I remember this happened one time and I I wish I had written down what the message was, but it just made me laugh out loud. I also believe that our higher power has a good sense of humor. (laughs) It it just like broke my state and was like, yeah, thank you, God, that I'm making too much of whatever was going on in my head at the moment. So I feel that's a lot of ways that happens. And also, I went to the beach a lot to write my book. And I would find as I was writing, I would see different animals would cross my path, a crab or or a butterfly or something. And I I always would stop and, and... Google spirit animals and look it up. And inevitably, again, it would be, hmm, yeah, okay, that it would make sense that that was why that had suddenly come into my view. So that's the way I've found that spirit has communicated. It's interesting. And it's pretty obvious that music is a big part of your life. And going back to the light language, you had described that sometimes it comes across as a melody. Do you think that musicians, musically inclined people or just super fans are more attuned or susceptible or does light language perhaps come a little bit easier to people that are really into music or not necessarily? I don't think it is necessarily. I think it's maybe the way it comes through for melody might be, but there's definitely people who are just speaking it. And so they wouldn't necessarily be musicians, but maybe they are. Musically inclined. Musically inclined, let's put it that way. Even people who just like to listen to music too. It Again, I think it, it possibly is that it fits in maybe with your natural strengths. I think even though light language seems like a specific thing, I I think also any type of communication from source, the universe, can come about in lots of different ways. Some of the spiritual writing might not be called light language, but in a sense it is because it is. It's messages that are coming through to help other people. So we may not call it that, but it it could be. You know, I'm thinking of like people like Wayne Dyer, who used to write, you know, great books to inspire people and really did talk about connecting to source and helping us to move forward in life. 
for that matter, then certain songs or compositions, maybe even certain literature might be considered light language. We might not even be aware of it. Am I right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's not the easiest thing to actually try to articulate, but what we're doing here is we're trying to tie it all together. There's angels, mediumship, light language, channeling that you mentioned. So what are the real differences between those things? Um, Or the connections? I would say probably more of a connection than differences. I started experiencing a different form of channeling. Now that I'm, I'm thinking about it, it's whether you are channeling words that people actually can understand, or you're channeling light language, which is a different type of modality that speaks directly to the soul. Light language can be something that is more picked up spiritually and unconsciously and just touches your soul. It just kind of filters down into the subconscious. So now what about channeling? Have you had experience with channeling or... I had one experience, this happened in 2019, and where for some reason that day, I wasn't feeling very well, and I spent a lot of time just sitting outside, just reading and just kind of taking a break. And then in the afternoon, I started feeling better, and I came into my office and just felt the need to just start writing. I just wrote and wrote and wrote on this in my notepad and it was journaling and didn't even really even understand what the heck I was even writing. And then afterwards, I couldn't read my writing. So I didn't really know what it was, but it was just a very interesting experience. And since then, I've been more conscious of channeling and basically uh, just asking for guidance. And again, just typing stuff on my computer and just asking questions and, and letting the answers come through. Sort of like Neil Donald Walsh, I think, who wrote these books about conversations with God. Sort of that same type of thing. And and actually, even with in writing the book, a lot of times was, was channeled because I would just sort of sit down, especially when I was first starting and just handwriting it and just say, okay, God, what do you want me to know? <laughs> what message about this? I know you, you gave me this idea that... Um, uh, that Love was love was an acronym. This was this idea that I had to write about a book about love, and and mm-hmm. love was an acronym. I knew that part, but I'm like, okay, well now specifically, what do I need to know about you know what it, what does it mean to open your heart to receive, and what does it mean to value your uniqueness? And then I would just sit a little bit and wait for some ideas to come, and then just start writing. So I I feel that that is a way of channeling as well. I, I definitely wanted help writing this book, <laughs> so I was asking for help in writing. and received it. There's connections between all these different disciplines or modalities or whatever we want to call them. How is channeling different from automatic writing? Is channeling you're conscious and automatic writing you're not really conscious of what you're actually writing? I think that's probably a good way of describing it. Going back to the meditation, how does meditation fit in with channeling then? I think meditation primes the pump to just open up to receiving a message. And I think that's the key to being able to do it. Because if you don't spend any time quiet, then how are you ever going to hear a message anyway? Because you're going to be so busy. That might be the difference between meditating and not really getting anywhere. And as one of my friends recently described, when they try to meditate, it's like going to the airport and sitting in the lobby, but not actually getting on the plane. So how much did the channeling help you write your book, Live, Love, Engage? 
A lot. It really did. Here's another instance of when spirit, and in this sense, I I believe it was my sister helping me from the other side because she had transitioned in the end of 2016. So after I was, while I was writing this book and, and last year, I was stuck on one part and I realized that it was actually about the valuing your uniqueness part. I didn't have much written and I was like, hmm, maybe because I haven't learned this enough, I'm not valuing my own uniqueness. As I was writing this, I was just curious about the, some dates and I, and I went in and I looked through my sister's, some of her paperwork and, and, and trying to figure out when we had done something. And in doing that, I came across a passage of in her journal that she had written that talked about also having doubts. It was really about, she was wondering why she was doubting that she could be healed of this cancer and that some of her limiting beliefs were playing into this. I was like, thank you, Michaela, because this was just what I needed to hear and and just to see that how she was struggling in it. And it gave me an example to use in the book. Then that was another way that it wasn't me writing that, but it was being open and then just being led to look at something else and, and to find some messages that would that would fit. So that's a pretty good idea of channeling. It reminds me of what someone mentioned the other day. She's a writer. A lot of her novels are inspired by her past life memories. How often do you think this happens with authors, people that write? And she said her answer was probably quite a bit. Mm. So in your case, you've got some inspiration, which didn't really come from you. It came from another source. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The whole idea for the book came about during a meditation and where it was like this voice came in my head and said, you should write a book about love. And I'm like, I do marketing, write a book about love. What do I know about love? But it was like, okay, let me see. What does this mean? And then as I started writing, I was like, oh, love was an acronym. And so came up with that like really fast. So again, it like, this is definitely not me because I had total initial resistance (laughs) to the concept. But since in going through that whole process of writing it, it was because I needed to learn how to love myself. And so it was uh, truly a blessing that God gave me that message anyway, because it was for my higher good. And I think is what has led me to now go down this other path in learning about light language and all of these different experiences now, because it's, it's taking me away from where I originally thought I was going to be an SEO copywriter. I, I still like that, but it's like I'm being led down a different different path now to be able to have, I think, a bigger impact with people. Can we assume then that light language pretty much goes hand in hand with what light workers do? Oh, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. All right. So, Gloria, thanks so much for joining us today. How do our listeners find you online? They can go to my website. It's GloriaRand.com. And you can also find me on social media, Facebook at Gloria Grace Rand or Instagram. I will definitely put that in the show notes. You've been listening to Closer to Venus. I'm Johnny Burke. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing. If you really liked it, you can also leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.